Michaela Marinovich, your host. Welcome back to Strength in Words, a family enrichment program for parents, caregivers, and infants and toddlers of all developmental levels. In this podcast series, we get together to sing a few songs, discuss some ideas for play, outline insight about early development, and talk about life as a parent or caregiver in these early years of parenthood. The mission of Strength in Words is to share that information by offering parent education programming and to promote caregiver-baby interaction by offering a supportive, uplifting space for all families to connect and learn through information, access to ideas, and access to each other. This podcast was recorded with a live virtual audience and followed by a question and answer workshop with our guest. To be part of the next live workshop and to connect with a community of support, you can join the Strength in Words Community Lab by heading to community.strengthinwords.com. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope you'll take just a moment of your time to leave a review on iTunes. This allows us to reach more families and to share our values of education, inclusivity, simplicity, and respect when it comes to early learning and early parenthood. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's nice to see you here today. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's nice to see you here. We can start by saying hello to the people who are with us. Hello to a yellow. Hello to the singers. Hello, 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 hello. Hello to the babies. Hello to the toddlers. Hello, hello, hello. Since I don't know your name, I will help you sing the song and you can fill it in. Ready? Hello to your child's name. Hello to your name. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Today we have a special guest on Strength and Words, Kelly McCarty, a family and marriage therapist and founder of Toys with Intent. Let's welcome her to the show. Hello to Callie, hello to Callie, hello, 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 hello to all our old friends, hello to all our new friends, hello, 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 one last time, hello everybody, hello everybody, it's nice to see you here today, hello everybody, hello everybody, it's nice to see you here. Welcome to episode 65 of the Strength in Words podcast. Today I'm speaking with Kelly McCarty, a marriage and family therapist who has worked in schools and in the mental health field for over 10 years. Kelly now runs Toys with Intent, a website dedicated to providing social and emotional resources for families with young children and with teens. Her mission is to help parents raise children to be more emotionally intelligent and to help parents become more intentional about the toys and products they bring into their homes. Kelly, thank you so much for being here and welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. So I have asked you to come onto the show today to speak about raising emotionally Mm -hmm. intelligent children. But first, 
I just love to hear a bit more about you and how you got into sure, the work. Sure. That you're so, doing um, as you heard in the uh, introduction, I am a marriage and family therapist and former school counselor and a mother of two. And I really started Toys with Intent, kind of wrapping all those experiences together, but mostly because I was kind of, for lack of a better word, appalled at some of the toys and products and books out there for children. There seemed to be a lack of educational and healthy toys and products out there that really enhance children's development or they were really hard to find. And I would often get these kind of pointless toys or books that were given to my children that didn't really have a positive message either. So I, I basically wanted to do something about that. So I created the website Toys with Intent. So parents and educators could find helpful educational, social, emotional books and toys all in one place. And then ideally, the parents and um, educators would use these toys to help en enhance their child's EQ. So really, Toys with Intent is a place where you can go to find better and more helpful toys, books and products for kids. Wonderful. Yeah. And necessary. It's great. Because as we all know, there's so yeah. much stuff out there and it can be really hard. I mean, you and I are both in existence because we both wanted to create something that was sort of a hub for people to be able to come and create that high quality exactly resource right. for families. Thank so, you. I Thank love you. what you're doing. Great. So I would love for you, this is sort of a big question, but can you break down for us how does play factor into what you're calling emotional intelligence in infants and toddlers? And I guess with that, what is mm -hmm. emotional intelligence? Mm -hmm. as you would So call? emotional intelligence is really the ability to understand yourself and to understand others. Um, I mean, that's what it is at its core. And so when we think about how to develop that in children, we look to play because play is really the work. It's the work of a child. That's what they're doing. That's all they really know. And that's how they experience the world. And for me, I've always said, okay, so if play is the work, then the toys are the tools, right? So the toys or the tools hmm. that children play with can really be influential in helping to develop the child's EQ. I know you know this, but one of the first EQ skills babies learn is recognizing facial expressions and cues, right, in themselves and others. And this ability to recognize their own emotions and the emotions of others is, is a necessary skill to be able to interact with others, show empathy, demonstrate appropriate social skills later in childhood and throughout life. So when we think about how babies and toddlers play and what they play with, parents and caregivers can certainly start to develop these EQ skills by utilizing things like mirrors, right? For example, where the baby can see different expressions. When babies or toddlers are playing with different dolls with different facial expressions, a parent can say, you know, why is that dolly upset or why is that doll sad? You know, a big part of play in childhood is also books, the books that children read. So even when you're reading a story and little Johnny gets upset in the story, the parent can can work it through with the child. A very young child can start to understand, look, he's crying. That means he's sad. Naming out loud the emotions of others. So, so again, when you look at what the child mm -hmm. is actually playing with, it can be really helpful in teaching these emotional intelligent skills. Like I mentioned, there's a lot of kind of pointless toys or maybe almost harmful products out there that actually are kind of counterintuitive to teaching the skills that we want, especially when you get into the preschool years. Mm -hmm. There's there's stories about, you know, children whining and misbehaving and getting what they want and acting out. And as a parent, those probably aren't the skills you want to be enhancing and encouraging in your child. So really with the play, 
and the toys and the books you choose, you can be reinforcing the values and skills you want to be teaching through the actual toy. Oh, that's really nice. I love how you put that. You've used the term EQ mm-hmm. a couple of times. Uh, would you please define that for our audience in case people are sure. not Sure. So EQ is just a shortened phrase for emotional intelligence, which again is just understanding yourself, having awareness of your own emotions and the emotions of others. Wonderful. And this is, of course, this is social emotional development, but it's also part of an area of sure. cognitive development as well. And, and what we talk about as far as mm-hmm. social cognition, which is that understanding. Mm-hmm. I can't break it down enough, right? Because it's all yeah. totally related. And as we talk about a lot on the Strength and Words podcast, all of those areas of early development in the early years, especially the infant and toddler years, are yeah. so intertwined, right? This is social emotional development. This is social communication. This is social cognition. It's all interrelated. So it Mm -hmm. all feeds into each other. So let's just take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. And then we'll hear a few tips and resources from Kelly about integrating social emotional development and social cognition into play, as well as a few of her favorite resources that she likes to recommend to families who are interested in seeking out things about this topic. We were not meant to parent in isolation. The Strength in Words Community Lab brings you peace of mind you have what matters when you need it most. We are your parenting brain trust, the place where you can have adult conversations about your baby's babbling and where you're lifted up rather than bogged down. If you're a parent or caregiver with an infant and or toddler, we are both an early parent support and parent education hub. We are a group of families connected by the shared experience of early parenthood and strong believers in the notion that having a positive, nurturing place to discuss all things early parenthood and early childhood can make us each stronger. The Community Lab is an all-in-one resource that is not one-size-fits-all. Join us in finding more joy in the mayhem at community.strengthandwords.com. Okay, Kelly, let's hear a few of your top tips for families who are looking for more ideas to integrate these aspects of social and emotional development, social cognition, emotional intelligence. Sure. Into yeah, I think the first thing is just to be really mindful of the toys and books and products that you choose. You know, you mentioned that there can be so much and actually research says um, more toys does not equal better. <laughs> um, in fact, it's overwhelming for the child and there's right. actually a lot of negatives to having too many things. So first, uh, that's definitely the message I want to send home is that you don't need all these books and toys and products. But when you do bring home some, make sure they're intentional. You know, again, every toy and book has a message. So it's important to really evaluate what that message is sending and what it's teaching your child. You know, I mentioned books earlier. To me, that's kind of the easiest because I think almost every parent reads their child a book before bed, babies through preschool children and so on. So I, I really view books as a really easy way to incorporate social emotional development in children. There's a book called One, Two, Three, A Calmer Me, Bye Bye Toddler Time. I mean, there's so many different books that you can read every night instead of princesses and dinosaurs. Why not read a book about empathy and kindness? And, you know, all the all the appropriate skills you want to be teaching. It's a very kind of simple shift that you can do that can actually really change your child's development. You know, I talked about the mirrors. That's kind of another way you can kind of incorporate the facial talking out loud um, whenever you see in a book or a show or whatever different emotions. Although your child's young, this is their development, right? It's all sinking in. You know, another thing is that the dolls and toys you have should really reflect the world that we live in. This is 
is another way to enhance mm. EQ is to bring diversity to toys and books, you know, different races, body types, non-able-bodied people. This exposure early will definitely help them, you know, as they grow in the future. It won't be something strange or new. Understanding others, again, is a huge part of EQ. And you can do that with your toys, um, just diversifying them. I know screen time can be a very controversial topic, but if you do decide to do screen time, there's also a simple shift you can make. Again, instead of Mickey Mouse, you can choose Daniel Tiger, which only incorporates social and emotional themes, a spinoff of Mr. Rogers. So for every toy or book there is, there's actually a positive one that you could do a simple shift out if you want to do it that way. I love it because it's really so much about being intentional. And that's really it. I mean, it's just like you said, it's a very simple shift into how we are exposing our children mm -hmm. to the world. And I, I believe as well in that power of what did you say? You said um, teaching yes. about mm -hmm. others. Right. And that, that is such a wonderful way to expose a child to people who look different from them, people who do mm -hmm. things differently, whether that's your next door neighbor or a person mm -hmm. across the world. I think that's wonderful. And of course, that's also how our children are Absolutely. categorizing things, right? They're already categorizing what yeah. a girl does versus yep. what a boy does. Or, I mean, you mentioned to me earlier that you have a three-year-old. Mm -hmm. I have a four and a half-year-old. It's true. It's like, it's incredible what they come up with as far as like from a year uh -huh. ago to now, what my child believes about the world based on other people that he's been exposed to, other things that he's categorized or well, classified. And, too, right? And of course, um, if they read in a book that the doctor's always a boy and the, you know, it's always a, a white mommy and a white dad. I mean, this is how a child frames their world. So the non-gender toys and letting boys play with dolls. I mean, there's all sorts of different ways to help break down some of the stereotypes that get formed at a very, very young age. Like you just mentioned, a four and a half year old can already kind of compartmentalize different categories. Yeah. Thanks for breaking that down for us. Now, can you give us a few of your favorite resources to share with families who are looking for more places to find sure, this yeah. stuff? A big part of my job is, is searching all this out, is finding the best stuff that's out there. Because like I said, for every toy out there, there's a positive version of it. I, I do believe that. I know there's a lot of infants and babies and toddlers in, in your um, community. So I'll mention the Slumberkins. Are you familiar with them? Slumberkins. Yeah. So they were actually on Shark Tank. Um, but what it is, it's a, it's a little uh, plush doll or toy. Toy, uh, stuffed animal, but each of them comes with a little story about one of their topics is mindfulness, conflict resolution. They have all these different positive life skills is what they call them. And basically, the plush toys serves as sort of a security attachment. And then they have these positive stories that you read your child every night. So they really start young. They're, you know, right out of the womb. They're like, here's a, <laughs> here's a positive story. You can read your child every night. And here's a security plush toy to go along with it. So I like them because they start really, really young. Generation Mindful, that's another great resource. They came up with the time in versus the time out. So the creators of that have a whole toolkit and they have, you know, mindfulness card games. Again, once your children get a little bit older and they get into board games and stuff like that, there's positive, you know, SEL, social emotional learning board games too that exist. And kids really don't notice the difference if it's fun and engaging. So um, Generation Mindful is right. also an amazing resource. Um, I have their time in toolkit. I use that to help teach emotion regulation for my three-year-old 
which again, being able to manage your emotions is huge for emotional intelligence. I know this is more for parents, but anything by Dan Siegel, we're a huge fan of. The Whole Brain Child is a great resource just to kind of understand your child better. So I like I like his books. We have a lot of parenting books on the website as well. As your children get into the maybe the preschool and the um, early elementary school years, there's a line called the Moodsters. And they're essentially just little characters, but each of them is representative of a different emotion. So there's Quigley for scared and there's Razzie, who's the angry, you know, monster. And I use that with my daughter and she just thinks that they're, they're just like Disney characters to her. She doesn't know the difference, right? Oh, that's Razzie. And they very much actually remind me of the uh-huh. that Pixar Inside movie. Out. Mm-hmm. Inside. Mm-hmm. So that's another great kind of resource as they get a little bit older. I mentioned the board games. There's a line called um, EQtainment or EQ is the board game and it teaches social skills. And that's more for like, you know, five, six, seven, eight year olds. But again, just just being mindful that of every toy you have, there's a different version of it in a healthier way. Mm-hmm. Earlier, you mentioned just the simple idea of looking at Mm -hmm. pictures or books and of course again you don't even need a book for this you can literally skim through a magazine and Mm -hmm. look at faces and talk about what they they look like or how they're feeling or who they are or what they're wearing and that's so much vocabulary that you're giving your child just in observations and of course teaching them Mm -hmm. to be observant you don't even need a you can be at the playground right it's that's a very simple mm-hmm. way of when you're walking around or you see people, someone's hurt or someone's angry. Like you said, just building a vocabulary, that's a great point, is a, is another kind of basic skill that if they can't name the emotion, they're never, number one starting point. So using those words out loud <laughs> is really, really helpful in helping them to form that EQ as they get older. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Kelly. And of course, we can find you at toyswithintent.com. And you've got a ton of great resources on your website as well. And we'll link to all of that in the show notes for people who'd like to find you again and and see more of what you've got to offer. And then thank you so much to all of our Community Lab members who are here listening live. We're going to now open the discussion up for a Q&A session for you guys in just a minute. And for everyone listening from home or on the go, thank you so much for joining us and we will see you next time. Thank you. Thanks for being here. See you later. What will you do the rest of your day? Goodbye to the babies. Goodbye to the toddlers. Goodbye, bigger kids. Goodbye to the siblings. Goodbye to the grown-ups. Goodbye to the singers. Goodbye, Ayalet. Goodbye to Kelly. We laughed and we played. We're getting very clever. This is what counts being here together. Thank you so much, everyone. The Strength in Words podcast brings you information, tips, and resources about all things early parenthood and early childhood. The place to synthesize that information, share your struggles and concerns, and add your own questions and experiences is the Strength in Words Community Lab. Head to community.strengthinwords.com and request to join today. Do you like the hello and goodbye songs we feature on each episode? You can find those and a whole host of other songs on our Strength in Words Music for Families album, available for purchase straight from our website at strengthinwords.com backslash music for families or on iTunes, Spotify, and Amazon Digital Music. 
If you haven't yet done so, please do leave a review of the Strength in Words podcast on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. That helps other people find the good work we're doing. And after you've done that, go ahead and share Strength in Words with a friend or colleague. See you next time.